Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. Kate, a client of mine, had a very unstable childhood. Her father had left the family when she was three years old, leaving her mother alone and struggling, raising three children, her and her two older brothers. Kate, barely out of toddler years, was left home most of the time while her brothers took care of her. Her mother would bring home several men during her childhood, always hoping one of them would fill her absent father's shoes. And although they were nice, they never seemed to care much about Kate. She recounted one very hazy but happy memory of her mom, dad, and brothers at a restaurant eating dinner. She remembers lots of smiles and giggles. Her mom and dad were sitting next to each other, and she distinctively remembers her dad's arm around her mom's shoulder. She clung to this memory because it was the only time she could remember feeling joyful and safe in her entire childhood. Every other memory told a very different story. She felt that the moment her dad walked out the door, she never felt wanted, and as much as she deeply desired a connection with a man, she was terrified to even casually date. As soon as she could leave home, she was on her own, working diligently as an executive assistant, rising in the ranks and finding success as a CEO of a thriving company. She had an expensive home and lived what seemed to be a happy single life with her two dogs. On the outside, it might have appeared as if she was a poster child for solo amory. She would even tell people that she was so happy living her own life with her kids, her beloved pets but she knew that she was really hiding from her truest desires. She reached out to me, determined to heal from her tumultuous childhood. We worked together for six months as I walked the path of healing with her. And after some big inner work, which took bravery and courage on her part, she became crystal clear. She wanted a relationship with a man, And because she had spent the transformational time over the past six months cultivating the relationship with herself on an intimate level, which, by the way, was very different than the previous 25 years she had lived alone, where she avoided what was going on within her, she knew herself better than ever. She knew her needs, her desires, her triggers. She listened to herself, showed herself compassion, allowed herself to be, think, and feel whatever was there. This valuable time on her own created an opening, a seemingly magical portal that led to her serendipitously meeting a man in a grocery store. They had an instant connection, started dating, and have been together ever since. I bring this story up to show you how a monogamous relationship is really important for many people. 
For Kate, she needed the feeling of security in her intimate relationship. And not only did she need it, but she also wanted it. She wanted to feel special and cherished in someone's eyes. And because trust was broken by her dad at such an early age, monogamy, the deeper intimacy with one other person, began to restore that trust within her. Monogamy is the structure that's so prevalent in society, and sometimes it gets a bad rap as being impossible to maintain, or holds the belief that if you do stay in a long-term relationship, it loses passion and excitement. Instead, I believe that it just brings different challenges, or as I like to say, healing opportunities. So in this episode, I'm going to explore the relationship structure of monogamy, why people choose it, how to find diversity within it, look at societal judgments, and what we can learn from monogamy, regardless of what relationship structure we're currently in. Let's start with looking at why someone would choose monogamy, be it short-term or long-term. Number one is safety. There is a level of safety in knowing that you and that one other person have each other fully on a mental, emotional, and physical level. For many, this feeling of safety helps them to be more vulnerable with their partner, creating deeper levels of intimacy. Number two, simplicity. Having one romantic partner provides a level of simplicity and clear understanding of how you relate to one another. And although there will be lots to figure out in terms of priorities, needs, and desires, it's more of a simple process with only one other romantic partner than, say, with more than one romantic partner. Number three, it provides a level of stability and security. In monogamous relationships, specifically marriages, a stable foundation is built on the agreements and conscious decisions made with that one person. Number four, monogamy is just how they orient. Many people feel more bonded and fulfilled in a close-knit relationship with one other person and love the idea of creating a life together built from a united vision. Number five, some people enjoy the predictability and certainty with the idea of a long-term relationship and the feeling, whether true or not, that monogamy will keep them from having to be alone in their life. Number six, it's just what they know and what they are most comfortable with. With understanding comes a level of comfort. Some people have grown up seeing healthy monogamous relationships and they've seen them be really successful. Finding someone who you feel connected to on an intimate romantic level is intoxicating in the best way. That one person who seems to really understand you, see you, hear you, and want you, It satisfies our basic human need of connection and wanting to feel loved. So now that we've identified some reasons why people choose monogamy and why it may be the fullest expression of who they are, I'd love to break open the defined box of what we have come to know monogamy to look like. You know, the person meets another person, they fall in love, they move in together, they combine all aspects of their lives, they start a family they grow their family, their children grow up and move out of the house. They become empty nesters. They grow old together. That story. But here are some of the ways that you can define diversity within monogamy. One example is living apart together or lat. 
This is when two people agree to be monogamous while maintaining their own home, as well as a level of autonomy with other aspects of their lives. Or consciously creating space for alone time or time with friends. I knew a couple who agreed to have one night a month alone in a hotel. This was a time where they could have the freedom to do their own thing and spend valuable time with themselves. Having different sleeping spaces. Sleep is very important and personal. There are many reasons why having different sleeping spaces could be a great choice for each person to get a good night's sleep. There's also diversity within this. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing deal. You could choose to sleep in different spaces a couple of nights a week, or on the flip side, choose one night a week that you sleep in the same bed. Another is creating areas of your life that you experience on your own. This could be maybe a business or a hobby that is solely yours and not shared with your partner. And lastly, choosing to be monogamous in some areas of your life and not in others. For example, keeping your finances separate, keeping sexual experiences monogamous, but allowing for emotional bonding with others, friends or other people. Keeping emotional bonding monogamous, but allowing consensual sexual experiences with others. So within all of that, there's also diversity within timing of your relationship. You could try any of the above for a short predetermined time and see how it feels, or you could choose to do it more permanently. For example, I know many parents who sleep in different spaces while their children are young, and it works for them. This is a temporary decision based on the circumstances of their lives. And again, this is just scratching the surface of how many possibilities there are within a monogamous structure. There are as many possibilities as there are diverse, unique humans in the world. The most important aspect to determining how you come together in a monogamous relationship, and any structure for that matter, is to have open, compassionate communication with each other. We'll probably spend many episodes going deeper into communication, mainly because we're never taught how to communicate. I think it should be a subject in school beginning with kindergarten because everything centers around how we communicate with each other. Compassionate communication in and of itself could shift a relationship experience from toxic to healthy. Now, although monogamy is the most prevalent structure shown to us, there are still societal beliefs and judgments about it. Some are monogamous relationships are the easiest to be in. While there are some aspects of monogamy that are easier, there are many that make monogamy just as complicated as other structures. A busy, hectic life involving careers, children, and other stressors can bring overwhelm and challenges. Another one is, once I find the one, I'll get my happily ever after. Relationships take careful, conscious, and intentional attention. For long-term monogamy to be fulfilling a fulfilling experience, constant assessment, reinvestment, and continual joint evolution is necessary. Another one is, monogamy means I'm safe from the possibility of getting hurt. This is a societal belief that has been handed to us through TV, movies, and mainstream media. This expectation and false sense of security in and of itself many times will lead to heartbreak. How about this one? Once I'm in a monogamous relationship, it stays the same. (laughs) We are continually evolving and growing. 
Life by its very nature is not stagnant. It is always moving and changing. When we try to stay the same personally and in our relationships, we're choking the very thing that makes us human. And holding onto something so tightly to avoid that which is natural creates a pressure cooker that will someday need to be released. And the last one, monogamy is restrictive. Although true for some people, monogamy can be expansive when you continually invest in your relationship. Whenever my husband and I start to feel disconnected, we enroll in a course together, and it always brings us a sense of united vision. It pulls us out of our hectic lives and reminds us why we're together and what we're wanting to create in our lives. We have a lot of different interests, so coming together in a shared interest makes it feel like we're deepening our relationship. So now that I've identified judgments about monogamy, I want to talk about how we can move from judgment to compassion to understanding. First is understanding that no two people are alike, that what works for your parents or your closest friends may not work for you, even within the structure of monogamy. I encourage you to release your own expectations of how you think it's supposed to be and instead ask yourself what you really want. Give yourself the space to be honest with yourself and then communicate that compassionately to your partner. This is when you begin to design the fullest expression of what your relationship can look like. And in finding that kind of fulfillment, you are then able to extend compassion to others for doing the same thing. Stay curious by asking questions with a desire of deep listening, acknowledging, and accepting all of the diverse ways that people choose to intimately relate to each other. Understand that when people judge others for their life decisions, it typically comes from the unconscious self-betrayal of themselves and their needs. If they can't have something, they don't want others to have it either. And if you are the one doing the judging or you think monogamy should look a certain way, I encourage you to have the bravery to look at where that comes from. Under that judgment lies some kind of fear. Before judging another, Do your own inner work. Question your motives with the intention of understanding the inner workings that include your cultural and familiar programming. This is one way we begin to heal the divide in our society. It begins with the choice to stay curious. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get your sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Tuesday and Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejaroslow.com, Instagram, and TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. wondering why you never seem to find lasting fulfillment in your relationships. 
Or do you create the same kinds of relationship experiences over and over again? Can you never seem to find even one person who you want to explore a relationship with? Have you just given up hope altogether? If this sounds like you, my recent book, Why Do They Always Break Up With Me, is the perfect place to start. The foundation of any relationship, whether intimate or not, is the relationship we have with ourselves. In the book, I lead you through eight clear steps to start or continue your self-exploration journey. You'll learn about the importance of self-acceptance, gratitude, belief shifting, and forgiveness, and given exercises to experience these life-changing concepts. This is the process I use to shift my relationships from continual heartbreak to what they are now, fulfilling, soul-nourishing, compassionate, and loving. It is possible for you. This book can set you on a path to get there. Currently available through Amazon or through the link in the show notes.